Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. I'm sure you are sick talking about the schools and education during the COVID, but I'm at my wit's end and I'm so depressed with this situation. For the first time in my life, I'm going to a doctor with depression. I'm struggling so badly with my mental health and I just feel like crying my eyes out every single day, all day. I'm a single parent with two children under the age of 12 and I work part-time to make ends meet. I'm on reduced hours because I have to be there for the children and can't claim payments. So I'm behind on my mortgage and financially uh, at the end of the month is going to be a catastrophe. Both my parents are over 70 and sadly can't help out and I don't have any siblings. My kids need my help with remote learning and homework and I'll be honest, I don't have a great education and I'm struggling so much and I'm, I'm almost embarrassed helping them. As I don't know many of the basics in maths, I don't speak Irish, every day I feel I just want to scream and I feel so sorry for the children as they're getting the brunt of my frustration. I know their education is now regressing. I'm so tired and worn out from the whole thing and don't know how long more this can, I can go on. I'm not a teacher I wa- and was never educated to be one and my children are being denied the right to a decent education for nearly a year. This is madness and the government are doing nothing about it and the teachers should be ashamed of themselves neglecting my children. I just can't go on, Niall. Now, it got me thinking because two years ago, I remember we talked about homeschooling and my opinion on homeschooling at the time was unless you're a school teacher or unless you're educated or unless you're trained to teach children, you cannot be do homeschooling your children because you leave them at a disadvantage. Now we're in a situation where everyone is homeschooling. We're all homeschooling our children, essentially, apart from what the remote work they might get from their teachers during the day. Some teachers are good, some are crap. Let's be clear about that. Some are giving them a good bit of work and staying with them throughout the day. Others are just piling on a bit of work in the morning and they hope that they just do it. And they're not getting much help, apart from with their parents. Depends on what school they're going to, depending on who the teacher is. And it depends on the child, too. You know, some parents are useless and not helping their children, where some are really good at it and some have time to do it. Others are working, you know, in their jobs and they don't have time to homeschool their, ch- their children. So I want to know how you're getting on homeschooling. Is it working for you? Can you actually do it? Because most of us are not trained teachers. You know what I mean? That's, you know, for telling parents to homeschool their children is like saying to, you know, adults, I'll tell you what, if your boiler starts leaking tonight, fix it yourself, even though you're not a plumber and you didn't train to do that, we want you to fix it yourself. We want you to fix your electricity yourself. Can you go out and, you know, I don't know, shovel cement yourself? Whatever, I don't know. Be an engineer yourself, even though you've never trained to do it. Just do it. Will you fly a plane for us? I know you've never done it before, but you're, hey, it's COVID times. Can you do it? No, of course you can't, because you've never trained to do it. No more than you've trained to be a teacher. That's their job. That's why they get paid. That's why they get, well, reasonably well paid compared to their European averages. So I want to know how you're getting on homeschooling your children. Is it working out for you? Or are are you at the end of your tether, as they say? At your wit's end, like this woman who's now going to a doctor for the first time in her life for depression because she can't deal with homeschooling her own two children because she's not educated enough. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Somebody said they've no sympathy for those parents. You shouldn't have had children. That's a good attitude to have, isn't it? Is it working? Of course it is for the vast majority, uh, says somebody here in relation to homeschooling. Is it the equivalent of a, a in-person learning? Uh, hell no. Uh, but no one is claiming it. Uh, Graham teaching and homeschooling. Um, oh, is that Graham Graham? Oh, I think it is Graham. Jesus, Graham, you know what? You'd argue with the devil. Linda, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Linda? 
Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Well, I mean, I, my heart goes out to this woman. Look, she's she's admitting that she's not very educated and she can't really help her children well. She said she's almost embarrassed and she's sitting there crying her eyes out every day, struggling with her own mental health because she can't do it. Mm. I mean, it's tough, isn't it? It is tough. It is tough. I have three boys, two in primary and one just started secondary. And it is tough. Um, I think the toughest part is the guilt. You know, you, you feel guilty because you're you're not knowing if you're doing your best every day to help your children, mm-hmm. you know. And do you think you're a, do, you, do you think you're good at it? Do I think I'm good at it? <laughs> I'm their mom. I'm good at everything. <laughs> oh, well, there you go, Linda. Give yourself a bouquet while you're at it. I mean, I mean, I, mean, um, I don't know. I mean, I consider myself reasonably well educated. Yeah. But I would kind of, if I had a 12 or 13 year old and he starts asking me about algebra and stuff, yeah. I, I think I'm going to struggle a bit, you know, and certainly with the Irish language, I'll be snookered. So I would yeah. find it difficult to homeschool. And I said this two years ago before COVID came along and we talked about parents homeschooling their children and the right to homeschool. And I said, mm. anybody who does it, who's not a teacher or doesn't have a degree of some description, I believe it's, it's unfair, uh, unfair on the child. Yeah. It's very difficult, but I think you touched on a good point earlier um, as regarding the teachers. And if you have a good support network from your schools, you know, the help is there. And they are, they are, there's a lot of teachers that are doing the very, very best they can. The large majority of teachers are doing the very best they can to facilitate us as best they can. You know, um, after that, all we can do on a daily basis is try to help them. You know, if we can't figure out their algebra, then... We're just going to have to trust that when they go back to school that they, they will can catch up. up. Yeah. Is that good enough? I mean, they've essentially lost a year of schooling at this stage. They have there ha- there has been year. suggestions we should add a year to school. I don't know how we're going to do that. There's also mm. been suggestions that teachers shouldn't take the summer off. They should uh, only take maybe take three or four weeks off in August, you know, and, yeah. and, and do an extra couple of months to try and make up for lost time. I, I don't know, you know, what the answer to this is, but I think children have lost out in the year of their education. They have lost out in the year of their education, but I suppose when you're asking teachers to go back into their workforce in the summer, that's not going to happen. I think you and I both know that's not going to happen. You know, and then you're asking children to give up their summer time and go back into school as well. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to see schools opened and, you know, children learning in the environment that they're used to learning. But currently, would you feel safe with your child at school? That's you, the other side. Are you wor- are you working as well, Linda, at the moment, or is it? I'm at home with them. Yeah. See, I'm and for you, that's them. that's not too bad. But I, when I hear them say, you know, where you might have two parents working, and you know, and, and, that, yeah. and that becomes really difficult. I mean, what do they really do? Really difficult. Really, it's just really, really hard. But I don't know if anybody gets consolation out of everybody is in the same boat. You know, it's a uh, everybody. A lot of people are in this together, so I suppose there's. Oh, I used to think that you know, and I get that mm. line gets trotted out every now and again. We're we're in I this know. together. We're not really in this. We're all in different circumstances. I mean, what we about are. those kids in you know the five hundred or so desh schools around the country? I mean, many of those kids come from disadvantaged areas. I'm not mm-hmm. saying all, but many come from families where parents really don't care too much and the teachers really are the primary carers. The teachers are the ones that spot the kids falling behind and encourage them to move on and encourage them to, to, to do and well. And I do feel very, very sorry for those children and families and struggling families. No more than, you know, myself at home, I'm do, trying to do a course, I'm trying to better educate myself at home and that's a full-time course while trying to educate my children. You know... My husband is in construction, so he's currently out. It's it's not ideal. It's definitely not ideal. But I think you have to go with the good days and park the bad days. And 
you know, the kids are also looking to us, which a lot of people are forgetting at the moment, and they're concentrating on their academic learning and their that environment. But they're looking to us now and to see how we deal in a crisis. And if we can't show them positivity and opportunity in times like this, I just feel that, you know, they're going to deal with crises as they get older. They just are. Their problems going to arise for them. We have to show them positivity, head up. Well, I'm, I, I'm delighted, Linda, that it's working for you, and I'm glad you're so positive. But then I read this email from this woman who Les says, I'm struggling so badly with my mental health, I just feel like crying my eyes out all day. And when I read that, I, I, I can almost visually see this poor woman, yeah. a single parent, two children, uh, trying to work a bit of a part-time job probably at the weekend, should really reduce her hours. Yeah. You can't joke really at everything, you know what I mean? Well, but see, we stay there for a second because Nigel, you're on Classic Hits. Nigel, Linda's very positive. Now, obviously, as long as it doesn't go on too now, much longer. don't get me wrong, Nile. <laughs> I'm not a positive Polly that's going, everything is No, 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 that's okay. No, you're, but you're handling <laughs> it. I don't, I don't, I don't, she didn't come across as a positive Polly. She just came across as someone who is... A nice lady. No, <laughs> oh, she just comes across a glass half full. Like There's two ways of looking at it. It's either half full or it's half empty, Nile. That's, that's it. it. She's coming across as someone who sees a half full. She's okay. doing her best so her kids can look up to her and, uh, you know, hats off to her. Okay, and how are you struggling? How are you struggling, I was going to say? How are you handling it? <laughs> you you, you got to write the first oh, sorry, time. Sorry, I, I threw you the negative <laughs> comment immediately there. How you are you write, handling it? you got to write the first time. Um, well, uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm an s you know, and I, I'm, I'm working with, um, with, with kids in the school. I'm in constant contact with, with kids that I'm working with in the SEN department in our school. Um, I'm in and out of school doing classes. I'm in and out of school doing meetings because... I've got three little lads at home and <clears throat> it's hard for them to understand that daddy's in work mm-hmm. and he's not really, he's in the bedroom and the young lad's banging on the door and, and you know. So, I, I so see, you're not only homeschooling your own kids, you're homeschooling other people's children in the bedroom on your own? I am doing, well, I, I, I've stopped doing it. I've started to go into use the school, but the school's only... Online, but, by the way, can I point it, out, sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's only to... Um, it's only my school is only two minutes away from my house, so I, yeah. I, can, drive, I can drive around there, go into an isolated room on my own with my mask on, yeah. turn on the computer, and and, and zoom away. So it's, yeah. it's it's easier for me to do it that way than it is to try and convince my three year old that I'm not actually in the bedroom that I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in work. <laughs> right. I, know what I, mean. I think that's the hardest thing. I think personal space at home is the hardest thing. Oh, I know. Yeah. Space. I mean, we and by the way, a laptop for everybody. I mean, I was, I was only thinking about this the other day. What about say a couple that have say three kids or four kids, right? And they're all homeschooling. And maybe mum and dad are working from home currently at the moment too, remotely as well, right? Where are they going to get all these laptops and devices yeah. from? Everybody Absolutely. needs to use Absolutely. them at the same time. Absolutely. But Nigel, so have you, is your missus at home? My wife is frontline. She's a dental nurse. Okay, right. She so, has halved her income. She's halved her income to help out with sort of that end of things. Right. She's gone on to a three-day week. Um, to so 12. what happens? The other, so you're home two of the days. She's home three of the days. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, whatever, home every day, I'm home every day, but I go in and out to school. I can go back and forward because of proximity to school like you know I can go, I can pop back and forward for an and how old are your kids Nigel how old are your kids 3, 5, 9 and 19 right okay so the 19 year old can take a bit of responsibility there too 19 year old and I've spoke to you about him before now without him I talk about myself and my wife putting half and half in without him we'd be snookered okay so yeah there's three people in that relationship obviously yeah, there, yeah, but, but the, the other thing I will say is Niall I mean in respect to the teachers and the job that the teachers are doing they've had a bit of a hammering I'm not going to yeah. single out. I'm not going to single out your show. I'm going to say across the media, out, um, you know, 
But, 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 but Nigel, I, I, yeah, we all have hammered them. Yes. Yeah. I, and, but by the way, I do respect. I know Graham is listening now, and he's dying for me to say something nice about teachers. I do respect the job that teachers do. They do a wonderful job. They're a much needed service. They're a necessary service, and they are valuable. And we absolutely value them. But the the problem is, is when you have a government who essentially are blaming the unions and the teachers, and you have everybody That's else who are essential workers make, gone back That's to work. Going to make. It's hard to give them any kudos. It's the point I'm going to make, Niall. It's very easy for a minister, for an, in, an inept minister, right, that's making mistakes left, right, and centre, that has all of a sudden disappeared and let Mr. Martin do all her talking for her mm-hmm. to, to come out. And just let me finish, because I really feel strongly about this, because I work with 73 teachers, okay, and seven other SNAs, okay, and I know exactly what they're putting into the job. Plus, I have teachers helping my kids, and I know what they're putting into it, morning, noon, and night, okay? They're not on a holidays contrary to belief. They're working, working from home. Most of the teachers that I know on a personal level would far rather be in school. It's a much easier job in the class than it is at home. That's one thing. Well, then why don't they do it? The second thing is, the second thing is, like I said to you, it's very easy for her to come on and to come out with a statement that, by the way, it's her last statement she made since she was whipped off the television, and to try and <laughs> torn, torn the public against teachers and unions. When it suited her, because it took all the flack. But, off but I listened, Nigel. I, I, I didn't want to. I don't want to get into that debate on the air. Neither do I. Neither okay, do I, but I, I did listen to the last that. interview. When I say the last, the last argument on RTE, and they had the head of the TUI, I think it was, or ASTI. I'm not too sure which union it was. And they over and over again, Norma Foley was on the other line too, and she was passing the book to them, right? Clearly, clearly, right? And over and over again, the presenter, I can't remember who it was, kept saying to the union. What is it you're actually looking for? And the same thing over and over again. We want it to be. We want it to be safe. I mean, sure, everywhere wants to. Be, we all want it to be safe. And there didn't seem to be anything ground, specific. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, just very. The whole thing seemed very vague, and there didn't seem to be an answer. But anyway, look, I don't want to talk about that today. Let, no. let me get back to you. So it, the point is, it's difficult, Nigel. Well, and, I'm spending. I'm spending. I just just to quote it, if you can equate it in time, um, my uh, five-year-old. Uh, would be in and around the, the work that he gets sent home between Seesaw and different apps that we go in and out of. And, yeah, the uh, Seesaw at, seems popular, isn't it? Jeff? It's very popular. It, it, it's easy accessible. You can get in, get your gear done and get out. Um, it's about an hour and a half for him, for the five-year-old, and about between two and two and a half hours for the nine-year-old. So you're and do, at, you, do you think their education has regressed? Their education has regressed? Well, it, it's not only education, Oil, and I'll tell you the only thing... It's very easy to say that education can regress. Education can regress in all walks of life. That that's not, it, it, that will naturally happen. But the, the, the biggest regression I, I, I can see, certainly with my own kids, and I, I suppose that girl, that I, I, I forget her name, apologies. Um, Perfect Polly. <laughs> yes. Polly, yeah, Polly, yeah. Polly yeah. Linda, sorry. <laughs> Linda, she's sorry, gone now. She's gone. A bigger fear for me, Niall, would be, over the, over the test of time, is missing out on friendships. Missing out on interaction. Oh, yeah, so their social interaction, of course, with other children. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I think they will suffer. My own opinion, uh, and I'm, as I said, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist or anything like that. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, an ordinary Joe that, that works hard for his family. My own opinion is that in 20 years' time, kids will, will, will suffer. Their sufferings will be greater on the social side of things than their education. Education can be caught up. You cannot get time back now. 
Yeah, I'm looking at his message here now. Both my wife and I are frontline workers and have uh, been uh, and have been before during this pandemic. It is not working out for us. Uh, we can't do the Zoom calls simply because we're not at home. Uh, we can manage the homework and we don't get to upload it until about 10.30pm at night after a hard day's work. We are doing our best. We are not teachers. I'm very angry with the teachers. I sincerely believe they are not at risk and should be in school. The problem is the full pay at home. Uh, they'll have a mid-term break coming up shortly. Then the Easter break again followed by the summer holidays. The whole year has been wasted Mick and Galway. And it was an interesting article actually. I think it was in the Daily Mail. I think I put it up on Twitter there recently. Um, I'm sure to the people who follow me on Twitter who get quite angry. I read it, Niall. I read it, yeah. Oh, this is about the teachers. Uh, I think it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there was a, a published paper in the UK The teachers are not at all... Okay, the article says... Um, where is it here? No, I have it here now. Uh, BBC News actually was teachers not at higher risk of, of death than average. In other words, there's no extra risk to working with loads of children. All right? Listen, I've I got to go to break. Uh, Nigel, thank you very much indeed. And, and, time, and, and I hope you get back soon, all right? I hope you get back yeah, to yeah, doing what you do best. I, I much prefer to be in the classroom. Absolutely, That's absolutely. my own view. Okay, okay listen, thanks very much indeed. Uh, by the way, I want to know how you're coping with the homeschooling. Let us know. The number's 87 Where was that article, Niall? Somebody says it was on the BBC. And the heading is, if you want to Google it, teachers not at higher risk of death than average. In other words, their job is not any more risky than anybody else, according to a published paper in the UK. And that was our, that was dated on the 25th of January on the BBC, if you want to check it out. I think just in the interest of fairness, I should read a little bit more of this article, because they break it down into the amount of people that have died, obviously, of COVID-19, and per 100,000 of people have died into the careers that people had. Now, this is not per 100,000 people of the population. This is per 100,000 people that have died, sadly, from COVID-19. Um, in the, at the top of uh, those who have died, uh, retired is obviously at the top, obviously because that, unfortunately most people have died have been above the age of 80. But 119 in 100,000 work in restaurants or catering services. Uh, 110 are care workers. This is in the order of death, sadly. Um, so we're looking down the list. Uh, 106 metal working machine operatives. Uh, 100 security guards, which you believe. 79 nurses. So even nurses are not up the top, by the way. Um, uh, but obviously because they wear a lot of PPE. 47 care workers. 32 social workers. 27 sales or retail assistants. So people working in shops are at a higher risk than school teachers. According to this particular piece of research, 25 nurses, um, 20, oh, this, sorry, this is per 100,000 women aged 20 to 64, uh, 22 cleaners, uh, 21 secondary education teaching professionals. Um, now, the list goes on and on and on, and primary school is even down a lot lower than that as well. Secondary school is slightly higher than primary school, obviously, because they're older children. Uh, but, you know, 21, when you compare it with the highest risk, which would be restaurants, 19. 21, when you compare it, say, with uh, retail, uh, and retail was at 27. So, working in retail, according to the published paper, is even higher than working in a school. This is according to that particular paper. The story, by the way, is on the BBC, if you want to check it out. Now, Amanda, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Amanda? Hi, Niall. Uh, Amanda, your daughter's in fifth class at the moment, so doing leaving cert next year, hopefully. Um, and you reckon... Oh, not, not fifth year, fifth oh, class. Oh, fifth class. Primary. Sorry, do fifth class primary school. I do apologise. Yeah. Okay. And how um, is she getting on? No, she has a few other issues because we're going through camps and uh, okay. I haven't seen her again now since before Christmas. Okay. So she needs the interaction. She needs the social interaction of school. She needs the social interaction because she's become recluse. Right. She wants to be on her own and this situation is not helping her. And is she getting a bit of work from her school teachers online? They're sending, like, every Friday the following week, schoolwork. 
So what, once a week? Yeah, and then she has to work out. And then if it's subjects I don't understand. Yeah. She's getting frustrated and she's getting angry and she's going upstairs. So so let me clarify. So the the work she gets from her school teachers in her school, right? Yeah. She, you're saying she only gets it once a week? Every Friday they send out an email to say, okay, this is Monday's homework, Tuesday's homework, and such and such. And do they not do remote learning with her every day? No. The, do, we've, the parent... Um, that's dreadful. All the parents that are in her class, we set up a WhatsApp group. Well, it's not up to the parents and to do it. Go on no, no, we, we want... We've been talking to each other. We want an online class. So we open to get the online class for the school. And have the, have the school given you, well, hang on, have the school given you a reason as to why the teacher, the teachers in the school are not putting stuff up every day for them? It's not the teachers, it's the way the board and the PE teachers um, want it. They're not listening to the parents. That's kind of pointless, isn't it? Yeah, it so is. What are, so what are the teachers at the school doing the other four days of the week? They're... No, you have to submit the homework on a daily basis. Okay. So that she's, they're doing something. Now, as long as she's doing something... And do they... do they, then, Like, if she submits the, the work on a Monday, on a Tuesday, will you get an email saying how well she did or... No, I'm not getting any back feed from the school. Oh, my. I don't okay, know. Okay, but sadly, there are some good schools, but there's some useless ones out there too, and there's some yeah. good teachers and some useless no, ones her, as well. I won't name her school, but her school... No, don't. I'd rather you didn't know at this stage. Because it's not very good. Um, but the way that it's working now, it's not, it's not working. No, that's because crap. No, there is, I as I said, there's so some good schools and some bad ones. That's yeah. clearly one of the bad ones. It's not, at the moment, it's bad the way they're handling things. Well, absolutely, yeah. That's quite um, shameful, actually, once a week. Once yeah. a week is not going to teach your child or help your child. No, it's not, because no. she needs interaction. Of course no, she does. I'm in college myself. I've gone back to college to do art. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly on a daily basis talking to my tutors because I'm mostly working from home home now because I'm yep. doing art. Um, so they're giving me more interaction. But it's still difficult for me to try to do my homework, her homework, the housework. And it's like, for me to get out doing shopping once a week on a Thursday, that's my break. Well, listen, I'm really sorry that you're going through that. And to be honest with you, if I was you, I know you have the WhatsApp group with the other parents there. I would demand, I would get together with your parents and I would demand that the school do more. If the, if indeed, as you say, they're only sending stuff out once a week on a Friday. That's not good enough at all. That's unacceptable. Those teachers sure are having a holiday there, really, aren't they? To be honest with you, the guys respect if they're not bothering sending stuff out on a daily basis and remote learning or doing any kind of remote learning. You know, I don't know what your internet situation is like in your area. Maybe some of them are struggling with that. I don't know, but that's still unacceptable. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.